1: everybody this is the online editor john and i am pleased to be sitting here once again with publisher bob hickey and editor bill nichols and this is our sixth that is right sixth sketch podcast be proud because we are (laughs) and tonight our podcast is going to be about branding what is branding i don't know but bob does so we'll ask him (laughs)
0: Well, I think one thing we need to touch base on is the difference between branding and marketing, and uh, we can talk about different ways that companies handle the concept of branding and marketing. And branding is, of course, getting yourself out there recognized. This podcast is part of Sketch Magazine's branding. It's part of getting you know me, you know me, Bill, you, John, mm. based as the core group of Sketch you know basically we we're, we've put sketch on our shoulders and we're going to carry it through and this podcast is one step towards building that brand so when you say sketch you you don't think about a magazine but you know our goals by the end of the year is when you say sketch you think about the magazine print mag, magazine digital the website that's a resource site and this podcast which is a resource podcast so building a brand that's and that's just one kind of brand right um, and then there's always branding yourself bill
2: the branding yourself that I mean that's just putting the you that the persona that is you what you want the public to uh, recognize when you're at say conventions or in uh, on the internet or in the media or wherever uh, you want them to identify you with well you uh, the things that you are the things that you do uh, there are a lot of different uh, levels of that but it's, it's putting yourself out there, whether it's a nickname or your regular name, or I mean, some people go by, you know, have pen names. Right. But, you know, it's marketing you in a way. For example, Bill Nichols Comics Mentor, mm-hmm. putting that out there uh, so that people can identify me with that. They also identify me with inking or editing or, you know, Skystorm or, you know, some of the other things that I've done. So I mean it's comics in general, but comics mentor is something I usually put on most everything. Right. So that they have something to identify that. You know? I,
0: I believe a lot of people miss out on branding because they go with these little cute names on their Deviant Arts or on their Facebooks right. and you know, you'll see me and you know, what I write's what I what I write and that's what I say and it's gonna be either Robert W. Hickey or Robert Hickey. You know that's building that name back. You know it's, it's it's I went ahead and reserved robertwhickey.com. As soon as I get a free moment, I'm going to build a site where I list everything that I'm going that's I got going on. You know between this podcast and Blue Line and Sketch and Sky Storm, it's just be one site So I say hey this is what's going on. But on online Robert W Hickey, that's what I put out there. So I think a lot of people miss out on the possibility of bro- building your name up. Now, if you want to sneak off and you know, do something that that's fine. But you don't benefit from it. Of course, there's also some people who probably shouldn't put their name out there because they're negative. And that does yeah. that does that's not helpful, you know.
1: Yeah, that's right. very true. And uh I think a lot of people don't get the distinction between branding that you're branding your professional self Right. and not your not the real you. Right. I mean you know, this is the you that you want people you do business with to see. Right. You know, the, these people don't care about, you know, you you uh, you know you just brush your teeth or whatever. <laughs> you know, whatever people put on social media things. So, right.
0: Well, I know Facebook. I will put, um, you know, just wrapped up podcast number five for Sketch Magazine. And I think I put something out. It's free. Here's our RSS feed. Now, I might follow that with heading out to Clay's football game, it's raining, Ugh, you know. I give them a little yeah. bit of personal stuff so they feel like they're a part of our lives because right. it doesn't matter if, if you're, you know, who you are. If you enjoy a genre, if you enjoy a product, if you enjoy Twilight, a book, you know, you enjoy that author and, and a little bit of that author that you can get. Um, if you enjoy them, you want um, you know, I don't put minute details on Facebook or anything. I think I probably the most is where I sank the boat on vacation, you know. Um, but that was funny. I, I even laughed, you know. You share a little bit with everybody. You you get them involved a little bit in your life, they wanna see what you create. And it's all or what you're doing. And it isn't always about the creator. It's you're a colorist, okay? And you're busting your tail and you're coloring. Okay, if if Lisa's out there calling and she lands a big gig with uh, DC or something, I'm gonna go check out what she's doing over there, you know, because right. I know Lisa, and I want to follow what she's doing, you know, that's building, you know, that's Lisa building her name up. Bill, call me mentor, uh huh, please. Just insert
2: this. Okay. That is Lisa Moore. Yes.
0: Um, but yeah, it, there's all kinds of branding, and the difference between branding and marketing, at least in my belief, marketing is I have a new book. And it's done, and I need to go out and create sales for it. I'm looking at numbers, money, how much income I can get off of it. That's marketing the product. I do lots of marketing with Blue Line. Okay, We do some branding with Blue Line, getting the name back out there. It's the originator of the art paper and stuff. But you really work on brands. You know, Sketch, we're really working on the brand, the name, not so much on the marketing. Here's issue 40, it's out. We're really working on just making Sketch one of the how-to areas for the comic book industry. So, uh, And I think it's hard to balance. I don't think you have to balance the two. You're always going to be working on both. But you have to be aware what you do reflects on your brand. You want to always try to keep positive, keep moving forward.
1: So in that aspect, um, <clears throat> you know, use your real name, I think is what we're telling people. Or use the name of the company when you're talking about your... Your product, right, but uh you know if you wanna be silly or stupid or you know talk about your ingrown toenail or whatever right, maybe that would be the time to use the cute nickname yeah.
2: it would be um or keep that or keep that uh information to yourself yeah. that, well, you know, yeah,
1: some people don't have that gene anymore since so many people live online now,
2: yeah, isn't
0: amazing. Wow, what you read on Facebook sometimes just blows me away. But um, there's a lot to brands. I mean, you look at the most popular brands, and you know, one thing that I really enjoy is the Star Wars. I mean, it is the it is the largest brand out there. I mean, we were goofing today, and somewhere we read where I think it was on comic related. We read where George Lucas is suing some company because they used Jedi technology or something. You know. So we were goofing, and mm-hmm. oh, this would make a great strip, and have us, you know, saying, "Hey, you know, I'm a Jedi." Oops, owe oh, George a buck, and every time you say Jedi, you owe George a buck, you know, right. for the brand. So, but now I I understand him protecting his brand, his name. You can't have some company started up using the name Jedi in it. That terminology was created in Star Wars. That that's his, and it's really crazy that that a company thought that they could get away with that.
1: Yeah. And what uh, and unfortunately, people won't always make that distinction that uh, it's not George Lucas connected. Right. You know, it was someone just borrowing his name or his whatever. Right. I think a lot of people don't get how frequently that things can go from one person to another. Yes. And, uh, you know, end up uh, what was quality with the old person may not be the same quality with that new person.
0: Right. Right. Well, I know, um, I know Rick McCullum. he drew a title. I published his own self title called Ashley dust. And we're getting ready to Mm -hmm. recollect it for him at Skystorm. He was doing some work for the turtles guys, Eastman Laird. Right. He did a signing at one of my stores back when he was doing the turtle work. And I had put together a flyer with his logo on it. And I was passing out locally. Well, these guys, I don't know where they're located at, but they're Pennsylvania or somewhere. I don't know. There are ways out there. They had gotten, they were so meticulous about their brand is that they they had people track down every single thing that went on and they got a hold of the flyer. They called Rick to verify he was going to do the signing. They called us to verify Rick would be doing the signing. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. You know? And Rick called me up. He's laughing and he says, yeah, our Turtle Guys just called me, you know, make sure I was coming to your store. You know, this wasn't made up or anything. I'm like, this is nuts, man. But they really worked at keeping that brand. I mean, look what it's done for the for the guys.
1: Well, it's yeah. amazing.
0: I mean, I think they finally sold the whole thing to Disney. I think it was. Oh, did they? Yes.
1: Did they completely? I know one sold it to the other. Well,
0: Eastman I, sold out to Laird. Yeah. And then I believe Laird sold it all to Disney, and Laird still has some rights to publish something. But it, it isn't much. The main thing is is Disney's now. I mean, Disney's going to the world. Talking about a brand. Yeah. A brand bigger Star Wars would be Disney.
1: Yeah, it's actually kind of funny. One of my students at the middle school I teach mm-hmm. made a little cartoon about how Disney is owning everything. You really? Or going to own everything. Yeah, and I was like... Wow, that's pretty bad because we've talked about that on my website several
0: times, yeah, yeah they're gonna buy up the world
1: yep yeah, pretty much all
0: right, but now they're you know brands I mean look at the Disney brand. usually what they touch is gold, they know how to they had it on the flip side they know how to market the brand and that, and I guess that's a thing we need to discuss too is you do market your brand, you go out and you sell it you, you sell your company or you sell it yourself you know you're building upon that so branding is very very important the looks that you put out there it's sort of funny because i'm working on this new strip and the artist had originally drawn 20 strips and then we went back and we tweaked some of the characters main characters and get the final style sheets down and i was like we need to redraw these strips or at least tweak them she's like oh no no we'll just start with that and move on i'm like no what people see from the get-go sits in their mind, and it takes a long time for people coming and going, whether they're going to like this or not. We want it launching as professional as possible. Plus, this strip represents me and her, and I don't want something half done or halfway finished out there representing us. You know, so representing our brands, our our right. abilities. So um, she finally agreed. Okay, I get where you're going. And she took the strips and we're going to be redrawing them tomorrow. But you've got to worry about what you represent out there and how you look. And, oh. Yeah,
1: I think a lot of people, don't, especially, you know, uh, people just kind of starting out, don't realize that, uh, you know, yeah, it's interesting to see someone's process mm-hmm. and how they go, you know, through creating something. But if, uh, you know, you show... If your work is flawed in any way during that process, mm-hmm. that that's what's going to stick in people's brains. You know, right. if you put out if you put out a really bad image and then go back and tweak it and say, OK, well, this is the new image, mm-hmm. you know, even that new image is going to be tainted by people's memories of the original image. Right. I think so. Cool. Uh, you know, if you're first starting out, you have to really be kind of careful mm-hmm. As to what you know, what you let out immediately. Now, you know when you're established, you can throw out all the sketchbooks and you right, know, right. scribblings you want. But I,
0: I think what you have to do is produce the best work. And I think we've talked about this that you can at this yeah. moment, you know, you produce the best. And that's where I was getting with the artist. These 20 strips, they're good, but what we just redesigned in these characters is a thousand times better. And so we want to show, when we go public with this, our best work. So we need yeah. to tweak these characters' looks in these strips. You know, we need to make them look like this. Um, the funny thing is, you know, you're talking about branding and looks. I've got the uh, PVP Online Awesome Collection. Man, Scott's first strips, wow, they're rough. And yeah. you look at them now, and, and the amazing is he just moved up into the Penny Arcade offices. Um, not mm-hmm. too long, a few months ago, and his artwork has like taken this next leap up, really slick stuff and i 'm like wow this this is cool because you can see his evolution and and how things really artistically he picked up and it got yeah. better and better and better, and you 're always going to do that
1: but yeah i think I think you're very right, and what you were saying, probably with him moving into penny arcade uh you know that that gave him other people to play off of because i think in his case especially he's been doing it kind of in a you know a bubble kind of by himself for so long you know you you don't really have those other artistic influences
0: right and you know i I know they're all friends up there so they definitely play off of each other and but i mean here's he scott is one who's understands the concept of a brand of a look oh yeah and uh, he's constantly building and making it better, and that, that's what you got to do: build and make it better. Um, I think we need to store, sort, of discuss, and bring Bill back in. Is how to build your brand from the beginning. What and all of us is doing it, no matter what we do. It, what we what we do out there reflects upon us. But what are ways to build a quote-unquote brand? Whether it's just getting your name out there, or your company's name out there. I mean, we're getting ready to do it with Skystorm um, once we get everything together. So how do you build that brand? What well, are early steps that you take or that you think of that we would take?
2: Well, to start, you sort of have to have an idea of who you are uh, right. and what you want to do. You start with that. You want to know what you're going, going to be, what you're shooting for, so that you have some sort of plan. Mm-hmm. And then from there, from say you're you're at step zero Mm -hmm. that's that's it right there now you're going forward and as you go forward you're looking at message boards forums uh, your projects whatever projects you're doing what venues you're going to be at or in on the internet or at conventions all of those things uh, tie into you right so you're your brand is influenced by each one of those things and in turn influenced by the people with whom you associate or the, the other people that you collaborate with and that kind of thing. Uh, so it is a process where you grow not only as a persona mm-hmm. or a brand, but as a uh, person who is doing this, whether it's inking, um, penciling creating your own webcomic i was listening to uh chuck's interview with laura inez mm-hmm. earlier about the dreamer and i started to read the dreamer from the beginning and things start slowly and but you build you build with uh, the quality of your work that's another thing what you're talking about right. how you look from the get-go the, what you want to project the image that you put out there um that is you know, part of your brand. Right. Part of it is you. Part of it is your work. Uh, part of it is the the circle in which you would, um, and you inhabit. Whether it's your your circle of friends, uh, collaborators, etc. The companies that you associate with. That you know, if you land a, a job or a, a distributing deal with someone, mm-hmm. who you uh, do things with or for. So you start with who you are. You start making contacts, and that's. Again, through message boards or uh, groups, fan groups. I belong to the Inkwell Yahoo group. It's a bunch of inkers, right? And they're, you know, they're awesome, and they're they're a great resource for me. Uh, you can ask some questions, and you know, they, these are guys: Tim Townsend, Mark McKenna, Bob Alman. I mean, there's a bunch, and Bob McLeod, my mentors, on there, mm-hmm. and I like to associate with them. You know, as an anchor. Right. And like I said, they're, they're a great resource. They may kid, but these guys have experience. Sean Parsons on there, you know, Aaron South and all these people bring to the table the things that they have gone through. You have to think about what you want to do and about what in a way, and this sounds sort of lofty, but what your destiny is going to be. Right. You know, what are you going to settle for just being doing a webcomic or do you want to do something more? Do you want to work for the big companies? That kind of thing. Uh, all those things have to play into what you're doing and into your plan. Right. And I'm not saying just doing your webcomic if that's what makes you happy and that's what you want to do. That's great. That's awesome. Pursuing your dream. If that's your dream, then you know by all means go for it. If it's to work for a bigger company or to have a bigger deal where your work is uh, viewed by a larger uh, audience, mm-hmm. then you know. That's awesome, too, because um, by being out there, your brand, so to speak, other people look at you, and other people can take hints from you, be inspired by you, or if it doesn't, you know, if you put out, say, a bad uh, sort of uh, image, Mm -hmm. then they can be sort of turned off by you. Right. Whether it's negative, and there are people who are just negative. Oh, yeah. And, you know, sometimes negative people congregate, but do I personally want to read somebody who's always you know, everybody's against them. Uh, they can't get work because everyone, no one will hire them. Right. Or the penciler that they're working with sucks. You know, there's always, it's never their fault. The writer, you know, can't put two words together that um, a subject and a, uh, a predicate kind of thing. That's part of the whole persona that you do.
0: Right.
2: Some people do that constantly. and um, So really,
0: building a brand, you got to be careful who you associate with. Because it right. reflects upon them.
2: Well,
1: uh, you also had to remember that uh, the comics industry yes. is fairly incestuous. <laughs> I mean, we talk. You know, we talk to each other. Yes. Uh, you know, we know, we know who's out there putting out garbage. Right. And who's out there putting out something great.
0: Right, right.
1: So, you know, once you get branded as either the guy that puts out garbage or as Bill was saying... The guy that complains about everything and tries to slough off uh, your mistakes onto someone else. Right. Then, you know, you just uh, shut yourself in the foot professionally. Yeah. Because other people will hear about you before they even meet you.
0: Right. It's sort of funny because you can get that happen to you and you don't even know it. Because right. I, I remember a few years ago I was doing shows with a, a friend of mine, Aaron, and uh, we went to one of them parties after the show. And the guys who was hosting the party, was a little studio from Cincinnati area. And they uh, they pulled Aaron off the side and says, what are you doing hanging with the devil? And Aaron's <laughs> like, what are you talking about? He says, Bob, the devil. And Aaron's going, what are you guys talking about? Well, it reflected from about ten years earlier that we were really set on building our studio. And we had our core group. And we really wasn't opening the door up to just anybody walked in. We were really
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Careful about who we invited and what happened and stuff, and we weren't being rude, but it was just like it wasn't an open door policy. In their little studio it had open door policy. People came, people went. They hardly produced anything, but yet right. I was represented as the devil. It, well, later on that night, you know, we all drank and we had a good time, and I guess they liked hanging with the devil too.
1: The devil yeah. buys drinks.
0: Yeah. But then we, uh, you know, it it was just funny because I had no clue these guys looked at me that way at all yeah. and you know by the end of the weekend we're all cool and they they were all happy and everything but it's just yeah it's amazing how some of that stuff can can be reflected upon you so yeah you you have to be careful but you can't always control how people see you and how sure. it reflects you. all you can do is keep your ears open i used to at one point in time i said i don't care this is who i am i really don't care how people feel you know what, that's sort of reflected on Blue Line a little bit. So I do care now. I try to keep my ears open. You can't make everybody happy. There's no way. But you can make sure that there's no false information out there. Or do your yeah. best to fix that. Branding. Yeah. Wow. There's there's a billion directions you can go. I agree with Bildo. You always start small. You look at nowadays, branding is probably like totally different than it was just five years ago. Because you do have the social medias, um, there are so many shows out there. Just five years ago there wasn't this many shows. there's the you know the anime shows the the more um, animal shows, uh, the comic conventions themselves. Um, so you can really work on your branding at these shows. It's just there's so many ways you can build it. I, I think the social medias the DVN arts, all those are very important to building. And the social media I I haven't been involved in the sketch slash blue line boards that much over at comic related. Uh, I will be coming now that my time is getting a little more freer. I will become more involved over there. So you know, and that's just part of. Those guys know what I got going on. As mm-hmm. we rebuild Skystorm, as we start launching the new projects, um, just starting know, to know work a little bit and share share with them what they're sharing with us now. So. Um, there's a lot of areas that you can work on your brand. A lot of people would think, well, that's pretty arrogant, pretty, especially people outside of this industry, uh, family members or whatever. But it's important you think of yourself as an entity. You are selling yourself, your brand, to either a customer who will buy your stuff or to a customer who's going to buy your services. And both of those are very important.
1: Yeah, it's kind of a necessary evil, and it's really a, it's really almost a retail uh, mindset mm-hmm. that you have to be, uh, you know, and Bill and I both worked, uh, you know, worked in the retail arts, yeah. shall we say, for many, many years. I
0: just sold mine. Um,
1: you just sold yeah. yours, but, uh, you, know, um, you know, you have to put a little bit of a persona on when you deal with the public.
0: Right.
1: You know, you... You can't be your true self because your true self, uh, you know, would probably tell somebody off, you know, you have to uh, you have to put on a little bit of a, you know, uh, a tiny bit of a face when you're dealing with the public. But no, yeah, you do have to uh, you, you can't be yourself. You need to be the best self you can be when you're dealing with. That sort of thing. Well, I think
0: a lot of time it oozes that too. Chuck Moore is a great, great idea. Somebody who, what you get with Chuck is Chuck.
1: Well, Chuck yeah. Is
0: Chuck bouncy. is bouncy. He is energetic. He's all over the freaking place. Um, and it's
1: that fun. That actually is he, Chuck. Yeah. He is
0: fun. He has re-energized me so much that, I mean, I have personally made some changes in my career and life to get artistically back in comics. Just being right. around, Chuck being one of my friends. I mean, he's just, he loves comics. Oh, I've told him this. I said, Chuck, you love comics as much as I love comics. You know, yeah. I love comics. I love the whole concept of it. Yeah. And and he just he just energized me to get back out there creatively. But Chuck has I mean, built his brand for comic related. I mean, it was great when Chuck right. launched his podcast a few years ago. Now they can hear Chuck. They can hear his energy. They can see what he's trying to build over there with Comic Related. Um, It's just amazing. So there Chuck was branding. I know, and he's aware of that.
1: Oh, yeah, he's very aware of that. And uh, Chuck is really a special case where that really is Chuck. Yes. That's Chuck all day. Yes. You know, give him enough coffee, that's Chuck all day and all night.
0: (laughs) I can't wait to start touring around with Chuck some more. It's going to be fun.
1: Oh, yeah, it'll be great. If anybody wanted to, like, shoot for someone to be like he would be the perfect example oh, yeah. because he's always positive about everything and as you said he loves comics the way most people love air yes yes
0: you yes. know
1: i've never met anybody who's as enthusiastic for everything yes i mean it could be something he just heard of five minutes ago and he thinks it's the greatest thing in the world mm-hmm. so um you and know, the thing
0: is chuck's honest and that's that's and, chuck is extremely like honest that, you've got to build upon your strengths. When you're building a brand, right. I mean, and, and like I said, when you meet Chuck, you get Chuck. You get comic-related. That's what it's about. Yep. Um, you sort of, as much as you got to be careful how you are with the public, you've got to be honest with the public, too. You know, if, if you enjoy drawing comics and you don't like going out and meet people, you hate people, probably not a good thing for you to go out and do conventions.
1: Yeah, stay uh, away from the convention and send someone else. Or get a
0: really nice wife. Yeah. and let her handle the table while you sit there and do sketch commissions you know really um
1: actually yeah we know so we <laughs> actually know a couple like it. that that you know the wife is very social yep. the husband is less social yep. the other uh, partner in the company is not social at all right. so the wife really uh you know i can think i put that out there i can
0: think of several people out there that i know yeah where the artist is usually the husband is a little reserved, right. a little quiet, and the wife is one man at the table. And that's a great, I mean, if you can build that, that works out great for them.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So,
0: um, but, and, and they're they're building a brand together, you know. Mm-hmm. This it isn't just the artists, they're building that brand together. So, um, I guess, you know, branding is wide. You, you can touch it on many bases. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it's sort of, you got to be honest with you. and And then... If you're branding, you gotta produce. Let's talk about that. You gotta produce stuff. Or there's no brand. There's you got if you're color, you've got to be colouring. If you're sketch, you gotta be producing, whether it's podcast, resources, or magazines. So uh-huh. we're getting our button gear on that. We are right now rebranding Blue Line. You know, Blue Line was the originator of the comic pages twenty years ago, and we've had a few competitors step into it thing is, these competitors don't care about our market as much as we do. And that's what I believe. I truly believe right. that we love comics. I love comics. And I produce this paper and stick with it because I want to see this industry continue to grow. And that has to come through with Blue Line. And, you know, Blue Line helps pay for all this sketch stuff. So that's sort of the sharing, the circle thing here. But, you know, we're currently working on how can we rebrand Blue Line and get its papers back out and let people know, you know, we're the number one as far as the amount of paper shipped. We're number one about the types of qualities of the papers that we print on. Uh, our art stores are geared towards the comic artist and the illustrator. You know, how do we get that out there? So we're currently working right. on the Blue Line brand and, of course, the sketch brand. So
1: Yeah. Well, and I also think something you touched on that, that is extremely important uh, with getting the work out. Not only just getting your work out, but getting it out consistently. Yes. Um, and not really putting yourself out there until you have a bit of a shall Let's call it a backlog. Right. You know, like I'll throw myself under the bus on this one. At one time I was doing a web comic for comic Relief. Mm-hmm. I had a few ahead and then I let myself slack off. And I, it got to the point where I was having to rush them out, and their quality went way downhill. So I just killed the strip, right? Because it was no longer what I wanted it to be. It just sort of became this thing, right? That I that I felt like I had to do, and the quality of the work showed. That's something you really have to remember: is that if you're going to give yourself a bi-monthly schedule, mm-hmm. then by God, you have to stay on that bi-monthly schedule. You can't say, okay, I'll I'll bi-monthly for the first two, and then the third one, uh, maybe that'll come out three months from now. No, no. You know, no, you can't do that. It's, it's not fair to the fans. Right. You know, I mean, life happens, and people understand that. But um, I think a lot of, uh, e- even a lot of the big companies have really uh, found themselves bitten in the behind by the fact that fans are fickle. Oh, yes. And they won't, they will not write around indefinitely for you to finish your book.
0: No. No, you uh, gotta you produce. Know,
1: Kevin Smith is notorious for that. Yeah. You know, just to throw a famous name that'll never hear this. Yeah. Uh, under the bus. I he's notorious.
0: Never for that. Know. Maybe Kevin's listening. Well, uh, it's, yeah. it's possible.
1: It's possible. If he is, hey Kevin.
0: <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, and there, so there's you know, a few of them out there. Done. I mean, we're yeah. right now. I think. D.C. has offered the Teen Titans graphic novel that was started 20 years ago mm-hmm. by Perez and uh, Marv Wolfman. Um, now a lot of that was because both both guys left the company. It was sort of off on the side, but yet it's been co- procrastinated, procrastinated. But then George finally jumped in and they finished it, get it produced. Um, I've I fallen into that bad sequence and working with artists and with their delays and production. And yeah, it just it doesn't jive you got to treat it like a job cuz everything represents you everything you do
1: and, and maybe that'll be a future podcast uh thing uh that we can talk about is if you're running a studio how you really need to treat it like a business and you know talk about maybe uh if it comes down to it letting people go and stuff like that that may be right. a useful thing for someone in the future mm-hmm.
0: Unfortunately, I've been in all those situations. So,
1: Yeah, it's years. a fact of the industry, Yeah, so, you know, it is something that comes right. up. Right.
0: It's just something that happens. So I agree, that's a future podcast we can really discuss, yeah. running a studio and production and how you keep productions on schedule and how you work that around with distrib- distribution. So, But pulling back to branding, and, and like, there's so many areas, and we keep coming back. We want, cause Right. And a lot of people go, well, branding, I'm not doing branding. Yes, you are. If you're working in this field, you're somehow, way building a brand. Whether you're, fa- you're posting on Facebook, not every single thing you do, but you're constantly hitting some little message about some update or, or something like that, you're getting your name out there, part yeah. of the brand. I
1: mean, the minute you go from being a person to being a person with a product, mm-hmm. Your branding. Oh yeah. That I mean that's that's basically it. There's really no two ways about it. You are now a brand. You are not just you. You are you know right. well you know you're not just Bill Nichols. You're Bill Nichols comics mentor. You know to use a uh, to use a very famous brand that we all yes. know. Yes. Uh, so. Thank you. You're welcome. Well. <laughs> and uh,
0: the, the add to that and put Bill right up there with with Mr. George Lucas. A celebration, as soon as they announced George Lucas was going to be at this celebration, boom, sold out. I mean, boom, Mm -hmm. no question. Everybody that cares about Star Wars or anything around Star Wars, Wars, hey, it's in Florida, and George is going to be there? Boom, sold out. Boom, history. So that's adding that name. His brand is his name and, and his property with Star Wars, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm not even that big a Star Wars fan, and I was even considering it. Yeah. So, you know, you know, you have to remember, I think even if you're a writer, that your branding requires uh, certain things. It requires a name. It can be your real name or a studio name.
0: Right, pen name.
1: Yeah, a pen name or, you know, whatever. I mean, like uh, Skystorm, mm-hmm. for example, you right. know. The name of the studio is Skystorm. So right. that, uh, you know, we're all part of the studio, but that's the umbrella right. we all stand. under. So uh, unless you're going to work completely alone forever, you may want to think about stuff like that. You may also want to think about things like logos or things that can visually represent you. Oh,
0: yes. business Something yeah. as simple as business cards. Got to look right. Very something professional.
1: to go on your business card. Yeah. Yes.
0: Make sure you get all the information on those. That's something we'll discuss down the road.
1: Right. Yeah. That's that'd be a good one because business cards. Uh. Uh. Someone we know, and I'm afraid her name, her last name's just left right out of my head, but I believe her first name is Lorraine or Lauren. She put out a book. Haynes. Thank you. She put out a book a few years ago on the business of comics. Mm, I published that. And yes, you did, as a matter of fact. And one of the smartest things she had really early in the book was business cards and you know ever since then no matter what i've done i have business cards Right. always that's the first thing i do if i'm doing anything is create a business card so people just don't realize how important that is because people will forget faces right people will sometimes forget the work you handed them Mm -hmm. but If they have that tiny little card in their pocket, it will help trigger a memory. I agree. And, yeah, now with, you know, uh, now that a lot of us have iPhones and uh, iPhones have those card readers. Uh Where I can read business cards. You know, it's not even incumbent on them holding onto the card anymore. Right. They can zap it into their phone and, you know, have it for the life of their iPhone. So, you know, I think it's... It's a little thing but I think it's kind of uh you know one of those things that's so very important that people just let slip by them.
0: I agree. Business cards are very important and the information you put on them is very important to make sure you right. clearly cool. state what this business card is representing cuz I've gotten many business cards that says, you know, um uh, James John art artist. Um, Right. Okay.
1: Uh, Artist of what? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what does
0: it look like? And uh, was it attached to samples and Yeah. Speaking of branding, this this is sort of off subject of comics, but it just hit me. Luke went to put in an application today. And being an eighteen year old he was just gonna go in his tennis shoes, shorts and T shirts and go get the application and oh, it was D H L. Well of course he didn't listen to his parents, right? but mm-hmm. his advisor for his police explorers, Matt he, he is an advisor he's a police officer and right. Matt says when you go pick that up you will go suit or not suit, dress shirt tie and shoes then when you return it you will go in dress shirt tie and shoes you represent right. yourself as you expect to be you know as professionally as possible you do your job and whatever it needs to be done but that initial representation is very important. That's just like branding. You know, What he, the first images he put in these people's minds, yes, I'm young, but I understand I have to dress up and look nice to interview for a job that I'm going to be a warehouser. You know, he's, he's not, not an right. office job or anything. But, you know, Matt very much was put in his head and, you know, very young because as he go, moves on through college and gets into police academy, you know, there's things you got to do and realize it represents you and you are the brand and you want to be very positive. So, yeah, that's sort of off subject, but it's like going to shows. Right. I don't everybody to wear a suit and tie. I don't do it. I try to wear something more than a T-shirt most of the time. Um, I wear jeans and tennis shoes. So, hey, because there's tons of walking at these places. You know?
1: Right. You got to be comfortable. Yes, you but... do.
0: But usually I wear a polo shirt or two button golf, or I wear something, you know. It looks nice, casual business, because um, I just never know who I'm going to run into at a show or have the opportunity to talk to. Every time I talk to somebody, I'm representing Blue Line or Sketch or Skystorm now. they got to be positive about it. So does you guys yeah. too. You guys.
1: Yeah. Well, really, the only time it's uh i think it'd be acceptable in those instances to wear a Mm t-shirt is if the t-shirt is also branding oh i agree you yeah you know if it's for your company right then the t-shirt is fine but you're very correct i mean i've seen people at shows many times you know literally look like they just climbed out of bed Mm -hmm. and actually a few times i've actually seen people in what i would deem sleepwear (laughs) Come to show, you know, come to show, sit behind their table. Right. And I'm like, okay, I think I'll walk past you. Right. Because, you know, you're not putting out a very good face for me.
0: Right. They're the ones who need a nice wife standing up at the table. Yeah. Treating you. Exactly. Yeah. 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 We got to draw Bill back. Bill.
2: Bill. Well, you guys are on a roll, so just keep going.
0: Oh, no, no, no.
2: Kick us off our roll again, if you do show up like that in sleepwear or whatever, then the image that you're putting out there is that you, that you don't have enough respect for the people who are coming up to you, uh, who are your fans or potential fans to put out a little effort. And yeah, you want to be comfortable and all that, but respect is part of that Mm -hmm. and respect for your brand and the fans that, that identify your brand. Um, that's so important right so
1: yeah you got to always remember these people are giving you money right you know money they could use for hundreds of other things or
0: give to the to the table next to you
1: right or give to the table next Mm -hmm. to you or you know go buy a six dollar hamburger at the show (laughs) or whatever
0: four dollar ice cream but
1: four dollar ice cream exactly So, uh, yeah, it's it's very important to remember that. And I think that falls back to, and we've hit on this a few times in other podcasts, just the simple fact of acknowledging a fan at your table. Right. You know, if you look down or you, you know, look up for a second and kind of grunt at somebody, mm-hmm. that's, you know, that's as much branding as everything else is. You know, you're branding yourself as kind of an ass. Right. And, you know people generally don't wish to talk to people who are an ass. Right. So you know. I, I
0: tell you what I'm really interested in in this coming year is I'll be doing shows with Skystorm with you guys and you know mm-hmm. some of the artists and then I'm going to be doing some shows with Skystorm but it's basically going to be Clay's way which you guys are welcome but the family is going to be there. And by having right. my wife and my youngest child and my oldest boy I'm wondering how the meeting if it's going to bring in more people to the table is it going to bring in more of the mom and child to the table it's going to be interesting and i'll report back how it works out but i'm really interested in what the dynamics are going to be and the difference is going to be by these two different types of setup you know the one will have the uh the uh race danger blood and roses sky storm type banners behind us and what we're really pushing towards the comic market And we'll have some Claysway stuff there too But the other setup would be probably just some Clay's Way artwork and stuff. And, you know, the comic book stuff always there. But then really pushing the Clay's Way because that would be the audience. And I'm really interested on building the brand as who we can draw to the table because of different people behind the table.
1: Right. I think your wife is really going to be the key to that. She's not
0: a big talker until you – she's not one to pull you into the table. But, boy, if you want to start talking about learning disabilities, ADHD or whatever – Oh my goodness, she'll talk your arm off.
1: Well, I so. think just the, just physically having her there right. is really going to help. I mean, just seeing, you know, seeing three guys behind the table, uh-huh. even you know, three guys of different ages like that, mm-hmm. uh, is still kind of uh, you know, that's kind of typical, right, for for a comic show. But but seeing a a woman sit behind the table that's not you know. It's not a creator or not anything like that but it it's clearly a family right that that's going to put a certain thing in people's mind they're going oh okay this is a family situation right I'm a family person so
0: really?
1: maybe I'll go check this out you know they'll know that they're not coming over to the table and they'll see you know half naked women right. uh comics and oh, oh. you know stuff like that uh you know or gory violence you know mm-hmm. There's a family there, so it's probably a family product.
0: Right. And it, the cool thing is Luke, who's really excited about doing the Clay's Way ups because his disability and ADHD and struggling through school, right. he he wants to share that with kids and parents. You know, and it's it's I'm sort of proud of him that he wants to do that. So he's really looking forward to doing the shows. He's done comic shows. You guys been around him for years, so he he's yeah. a seasoned pro as far as setup, running shows. He's worked for Blue Line for so long, but he's. I see a light in his eyes when he starts talking about the Clay's Way stuff and, right. and the display. That's so good. it's it's gonna be fun watching this. I'm really excited to get to get the strip launched and you know get our first collections together in a few months and and really see what what can happen with that. And, and it's like there, I'm building a brand for that 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 book, but I'm also merchandising. So it, it's right. gonna be interesting.
1: Well, it's such a personal story, you know. Yes.
0: Uh, Clay's way is our family.
1: Yeah, so, you know, his com- you know, his comfort with a normal comic show uh, will not necessarily play out the same with this. But I think he'll find kind of a renewed interest in it with it being such a personal story. Right. Because I really noticed that people who are doing stories that really mean something to them mm-hmm. are so much more engaging When you're talking to them about the product, then it's someone who just came up with this idea for, you know, this guy in a funny suit that (laughs) jumps off buildings, you know?
0: As long as it's written well and drawn well, that'll do pretty well, too. But, yeah, I know it's Yeah,
1: yeah. And then the cool thing,
0: what I'm looking for is Clay's Way is the different type of shows that I can maybe reach out to Mm -hmm. and drag comics into. uh, School settings, library settings. Uh, family type meetings and stuff, maybe some ADHD association stuff, you know, uh, dyslexia uh, setups. I'm really interested in being yeah. able to pull our comics into those type of situations and see. I know Paul Sizer has done, um, and I know this, this is this sort of off-branding, but it's not because anytime you can outreach is good. Paul Sizer has done some library shows and with uh, Little White Mouse and a few of his books. He's done very Uh well at those shows because usually comic book creators don't attend them, especially personally. And so I'm sort of excited with Clay's way and and how we can reach out with that. And uh, they're going to be pretty fun. It's going to be pretty funny. You know, from this ground up, we're just building a brand with that. So we'll keep people updated through Sketch and hear how that brand's going.
1: So many things have conventions now. I mean, you know, we we in our uh, own narrow-mindedness think that comic conventions are the end-all and be-all, but a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of things, a lot of groups have a convention. Oh, yeah. Uh, So, you know, there's probably a lot of avenues that uh, you may have previously never considered that, you know, can be open to you now because this is such a... uh, kind of far-reaching story right
0: well I, it's just something that i'm getting ready to make a post on clay's way about is that katie received her her form to go to the dyslexia association conference Wow! you know and i don't think she's gonna go but she's a member i was thinking wow in a year maybe we'll be set up at the conference with clay's right. way you know yeah Try, that'd be trying awesome. trying to build that readership trying to share what we have trying to share our resources and so yeah, that kind of things are starting to click with me in some areas that we can outreach, and uh, with, with this certain project, hopefully we can reach new readers, and that's that's what's really gonna help us all. But here we are, we're gearing off away from branding, sort of. But uh,
1: yeah, it's kind of it's close to branding because it is branding of a very specific type. So
2: right. Yeah, but you're showing the path that it could take. Right. Yeah. So Indeed. It is important. Right.
0: So I, I think ourselves we're getting ready to launch skystorm we're getting ready to launch some new properties you know the three of us have been talking about um along with with some web strips you know properties we're gonna have a lot of information about branding in the coming months so i think we will constantly be coming back and touching base with it uh, updating you know the, the listeners to what we're doing that's right and the good thing with sketch was we've also always shared what we've done that was wrong too you know so yeah, we'll be sharing a lot of information, but guys, we've really nailed, nailed branding pretty well today.
1: I think so. Um, and yes, go ahead. You know, keep an eye on the website always. Well, really, there's three places you should keep an eye mm-hmm. on. Of course, the podcast. Yes. Check it out every week. Make sure that you go over to sketchmagazine.net mm-hmm. and check out what's going on over there. And of course, you can link to the podcast from there. And and uh, you can also link to the other endeavors of Blue Line Pro and Skystorm Studios from there. Right. Then I need to invite you to come over to the forums yes. on Comic Related. Um, we have a very strong forum with a very tight group of people, but we always welcome new people over there. And we have slowly been getting some New blood, and we would like to see a lot more come over to the forums.
0: Uh, one thing I like about our forums, John, and, and Bill sort of started these over after afterburn Media, yeah. was that they're such positive guys. Yes, I, I they can't are. say enough. So many of these boards, people say, I ain't going on these boards. You know, All they want to do is promote their stuff, and your stuff's not any good, da-da-da. These guys play together. They work together. They're constantly pushing each other. It's a great place. I'm looking forward to diving back in with them. I'm um, just hanging out with them on the board, so.
1: Yeah, we've never had a bit of problem with them, and I can tell you, as one of the partners in comic-related, that we don't allow people to bash other people on any of the forums. Right. That gets nipped right away, so you never have to worry about being bashed or being spoke negatively to or of in any of the forums. Right. And then, lastly. um I need to invite everyone to come over to the sketch blog, also on comic related every week. Not only a variety of how to videos, but as things uh begin to progress more within the studio and the magazine and the podcast and with Clay's way and with our eventual tutorial videos that we have planned, all that will be represented on the sketch blog as well. So you've got Several places that you can find stuff, and luckily and thankfully, they all co-link. Yes. You can get to any one from any other spot, so check them out. And then uh, I need to turn it over to Mr. Nichols well, so he can you, plug his own Before site. you do. Oh, um,
0: yeah. I'm just noticing on the sketch blog's. Um, Mm -hmm. A couple new posts one is comic book merchandising
1: oh yeah that's true uh, yeah
0: and it says something about todd mcfarland artist toy company founder
1: (laughs) well uh yeah we were uh we were discussing this last week Mm -hmm. uh we were discussing what the uh subject was going to be last week so i was thinking about uh merchandising and things like that through my search i found an episode of a show that was on the sci-fi channel many years ago when the sci-fi channel first started. Uh it was called the Anti-Gravity Room. It was a show completely dedicated to comics. Wow. Absolutely love that, that. Yeah, I love that show and it just sort of disappeared. So it's really old information, but it's still very cool and it uh it tells all about merchandising and the first little tidbit is about Todd McFarlane and McFarlane toys and all that. Uh, the second bit, I think, was about uh, Neil Gaiman. And I believe that's uh, that's a page from uh, Death to High Cost of Living, right. uh, you know, st- stuck there. And then uh, I think that next video is, is that they're Bill talking Tucci? To Tucci. Yeah, he's talking to uh, that, uh, the little. The Asian guy next Uh to him is named Phil, and he was one of the guys on the show. So, uh, yeah, check those out. Like I said, it's old information. It's many years ago, but I really thought it was really good, and it really was an intelligent conversation about how to merchandise. Then the uh, next day or Tuesday, uh, August 24th day, uh, I came across this thing of Steve Roode, and I thought of Bill. Because uh, as I put in the thing, there are very few things that Bill gets particularly uh, fanboyish about. Yeah. But uh, Steve Rude is one of those things. Oh, yeah. So uh, and I actually didn't know that Steve Rude stopped doing comics altogether and switched over to fine art. This first video is him talking about that a little bit and then the second is a trailer of a documentary that they uh had recently done now have not been able to find that documentary yet but cool. it's uh it's a nice little tidbit of his life uh, apparently the, uh, he's a he's a fairly complicated dude you know there's more going on in his life than uh people would think i think there are uh you know some issues that he well, may have had to deal with it. I think year
0: it's, it's pretty um, open that he has depression, right, Bill?
2: Right. I th- yeah. It seems like I've read yeah, that. Yeah, I've read so. it in several
0: places. Yeah. And didn't you just recently find out, Bill, that they have something maybe going on with Dark Horse, with the moth?
2: Yeah, if they if they can work that out. I, I haven't heard of an update yet, but um, I guess it's eight-page installments, and I think it's Dark Horse Presents, Okay. something like that. Great.
0: There's a chance, and I want John can come back, um, that we yeah. might be starting a second series of podcasts with Sketch, which would be interviews, and where we would talk to an artist and ask them how they got into this industry, wh- what did he use, da-da-da. A lot, lot like the interviews that we do in Sketch. And we are speaking with Steve Root about possibly doing one of those. Is that correct, cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Janelle, Janelle set that up for us. Yeah, him, so. Janelle is his wife. So, right. So, right. so, yeah, we'll we'll update the listeners. At-
1: yeah, Um. and you cut out there for a minute, so I didn't catch exactly what you had just said, but um, I, uh, one of the recent series that I absolutely loved Mm -hmm. was Agents of Atlas. Mm -hmm. The more recent book being X-Men Forever that uh, the artist Dan Panosian. 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 Thank you, Panosian. Yeah, I I was, uh, I knew I was going to butcher his name. (laughs) But anyway, I'm, you know, I'm absolutely in love and in awe of his work. He, uh, I came across this video where he's talking about his own work, how he got into comics, uh, you know, to go along with what you were just saying. And he also has some fairly interesting ideas on the future of comics, you know, mainly in that the digital realm. Right. So, uh, you know, I encourage people to go check that out. Um, then prior to that, uh, you know, I try to mix things up every now and then because I don't want people to think that Sketch Magazine is... So narrow-minded into our comics, band that we don't see other things or that other things don't appeal to us. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I like to throw little things in that every now and then. So I threw in a little thing on doing a female caricature in a very cartoony style. And then uh, I came across this group of educational videos that they did for middle schools. Uh, where they talk to people who have real-world jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, this one uh, person in question here uh, is an illustrator. Uh, he happens to illustrate children's books, but uh, he talks about his process. There are definite parallels with what many comics artists go through. So it's not specifically a comics thing, right. but uh, still very interesting. And then, uh, then of course, uh, kind of one of the people that revitalized comics, uh, Dave Gibbons. Um, uh, you know, every chance I get to, uh, to put something up with him in it, I like to do that. So I came across, uh, a newer video of him talking about, uh, Watchmen. And, uh, he's at a convention called Unicon or Unicon. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Uh, it's apparently the first year for this convention. So, uh, that's pretty interesting, and then sadly, they couldn't get the they couldn't shift the camera over so we could see what he was drawing right. But what he's saying is so great that I still wanted to do it. So uh, if you could stand looking at Terry Moore for several videos, or if not, just close your eyes, but listen to what he has to say because he's given out some great information.
0: Terry's there. great.
1: Terry is a Terry is really a great guy and one of the people you know I get a little fanboyish about because I was uh you know I was such a big fan of Strangers in Paradise I'm a a fan of Echo so yeah Terry's really one of those people that I kind of stand in awe oh, yeah. of so I think that catches us up for yes, this week. Yes it
0: does. And Bill we are working on starting a new art contest over on the boards. Mm-hmm. Okay. And maybe we'll yeah. have something in place next week. Yeah. Okay.
2: Cool. Yeah, we're working out the details, the prize, or the you know the details. Yeah, what the subject matter, all that. So. Cool. So we can update them. Sharpen, your, Sharpen
0: pencils. your pencils, or. Or inking. Maybe we'll do both. As Danny Mickey right. says, give inking a little love, right? That's right. Or
1: Icom or whatever.
0: Yeah. it is. I guess that's it, guys. Um, uh, not, yet. not
1: yet. What
2: would we forget?
1: We skipped over Mr. Nichols.
2: Well, before I do that, I will mention that uh, on the as of this week, uh, on the forum sketch podcast, these podcast has its own section. So now you can go as you listen to a podcast, you can go to the uh, comic related forum to um, the sketch podcast section and comment on that episode if you like it, don't like it, have questions about it. Um, Slam
0: Bob because he says self publishing is dead. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Bill. uh, (laughs) Yep, yep. yep. But uh, yeah, you can you can, if you have suggestions, all that stuff. It's very interactive. Uh, We check it. Yeah, like I said, there there is a good community there, and it really is a community. Uh, It says so at the top, and that isn't just a name. It isn't just a brand. It's more than that. It's it is well, it is a brand, but it is the persona of that board that it is a community, and people come together. And that's one of the things I really like about it Um, because it is not only sort of self-supporting with each creator, but they are supportive of each other. And I really will push that board there on that because, like I said, it's a very positive thing. And being the comics mentor that I am, I'm all for the positive and getting uh, things that are forward-moving, and that's one of them to me. I mean, yeah, there are plenty of, of other, yeah, there are plenty of other boards out there, and mm-hmm. they're great in their own ways and, and on different things. And, but comics, comic related is where, you know, I hang out. So, cool.
1: now, I wanted to say we kind of adopt people. You mm-hmm. know, it, it's kind of this running gag that we call uh, everybody that's associated with comic related family. Yes. And the extended family, you know, because we sort of adopt people after a while, and it's really this, you know, becoming this rather large extended family.
0: Well, you know, Chuck uh, always says, you know, we will rise or fall together. Uh, exactly. And I think that sort of goes along with that. We are just one big family.
1: Yep. And uh, before we completely cut off, I I need to. Uh, invite people while they're waiting for this podcast to go up or actually they will have heard that already. So that doesn't <laughs> work the magic of podcasting. But anyway, uh, I, I will invite people if they haven't yet to go over to comic related and listen to the related recap two night team with Laura Innis. Oh uh, Laura's great. Uh, absolutely adore Laura. One of the best people in comics right now. Uh, A great person, and her book is fabulous. Uh, She deserves a million times more success than she's already had. And I also invite people to listen to the uh, Zone 4 that will hit on this upcoming Friday, the 27th. And that is going to be on Superhero Weaknesses. The good, the bad, the lame, and the ugly.
0: Right. Sounds interesting. check that out. Uh, Laura's uh, her website is thedreamer dot com, correct?
2: Yes. yes. Yes.
0: Check it out. It's the, a wonderful. Uh,
2: and you, you, yeah, you could read her entire uh, story. Yeah.
0: there. Luke, he had just told me he had listened to Chuck's uh, podcast, and uh, on my time when he's supposed to be working for me, he sat there and read mm-hmm. the first <laughs> chapter of Laura's book, and nice. uh, really enjoyed it. So yeah, it's out there, and she's wonderful. I've known her since she was in high school, and she is. She's yeah. a great person.
1: Yeah, block out some time because there's a lot of it. Because she's well into the book now. Oh, yes. So, yeah, so if you plan to read it all in one sitting, you know, get a comfy chair and have a drink yes. with you. Because it'll take a while. Very
0: enjoyable. So, <laughs> yes, it uh, is. you can find John where?
1: You can find me mostly at uh, comicrelated.com uh, on the sketch forum. And the sketch blog within comicrelated.com, and of course at sketchmagazine.net.
2: Awesome, Bill. Oh, well, you can find me on comicsmentor.com, and you know I, I post things about per, some personal growth issues. And uh, I've said before that a lot of the posts that I make on the, uh, encouraging things or you know kick you in the behind kind of things start with me. It, it's you know what I think I need to hear that day. And usually it is get off your behind and right. get things going. Right. So uh, I've had, or as people talk to me too and relate things to me, then I sort of relate it back. Uh, it makes me look at my own life, kind of thing. And this week has been more personal, I guess. But it's also, you know, if it, if someone else benefits from that, then you know that's great. But I also this week have posted a couple of things that I like, such as Funky Winker Bean and uh, Calvin and Hobbes, that Ooh. kind of thing. And it, yeah, you know, so in doing that, you you sort of, you know, your picture of me sort of gets developed a little bit more. But that's where you can find me there or the comic related board. Right. So. Okay. Right. I like the one on being haunted. That was really good. Yeah, I mean, I think you're, and when I say haunted, some people automatically assume that it was about ghosts, and, yeah. and it could be that. It can really truly be that, but that's another forum. Right. But you, you know, we all have things in our in our lives, that either are we're holding on to, or uh, it could be an idea, or it can be that great American novel that you wanted to do, that kind of thing. That's what it meant, you know. That's things that are holding us back. Right. Uh-huh. Basically, the 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 end run of the, that is to you know find some way to deal with that or let it go and move forward. And like I said, I want to keep doing. I have a lot of things to work through, you know. Uh-huh. So i I'll, I'll
0: you know grow with yeah, me. Yeah, sounds great. Um, I always enjoy your posts, Bill. And this is Robert. You can find me. I'm hanging over at bluelinepro.com, uh, sketchmagazine.net. And the forthcoming will be skystormstudio.com. It's not up yet. It will be up very soon. I'm very pumped because this week alone uh, I started a new project. Uh, got the artist secured. I made a post on Facebook about it. I- I'm pumped. I'm pumped to get back into not only helping creators create comics, but getting back into creating comics. And it's been a while for me because I've been so busy on the business end of life with Blue Line. of running stores. So now I've sold my store. I've got Blue Line cruising. Still a lot of work cruising. We're getting Sketch in shape. I say within by the end of the year, Sketch will be in really good shape. Um, so I'm really pumped working with John and Bill and myself all together again and launching some new properties. Uh, starting with claysway.com, hopefully in the next week. Um, and then uh, we, we'll have some announcements forthcoming. It's going to be fun. It's going to be exciting. Working with some old, old friends who want to do collections or wrap-ups or new stories on their properties. It, it's going to be exciting. Um, exciting for me. We learn a lot when we're out there in the trenches with everybody. So, and then we take that, what we learn, and we share with Sketch. And now that we have these podcasts, we have the website, along with the magazine, we have more opportunities to share our, our, our successes and our failures. So, um, I, I'm pumped. I'm excited this, this is what I want to do. I, I tell my wife, this is my 10 year run. Um, cause I like to retire in 10 years from blue line into a full-time studio. She keeps telling me to quit saying that. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but that, that's sort of the goal. So, you know, you're going to see me and hopefully all three of us, have a lot of shows next year. I'm going to be everywhere. It's gonna be fun, but yeah. Uh, right now, mostly over at sketchmagazine.net. I'm jumping back in the communities once I get Sketch. I'll put on schedule. Um, I'm not in the communities right now because I can really get distracted over there, and I want to get Sketch really online. So uh, once once it's in place, I'll be hanging out over there too. So uh, I think it's been great, guys. Appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Have a great night, everybody.